the dirt on Tulsa. You got it. Welcome to Tulsa Music Stream. My name is Scott. This is Nine, and that's Jana. Good evening. And this is episode 47. And if you could or would, you can also subscribe to us on YouTube. That's, um, you know, the good old Tulsa Music Stream YouTube channel that we have so many subscribers to. But it's true. Hey, the more you hit and subscribe, the more the merrier. So uh, also, you can view us on Twitch. And also on Twitter. And so we're on multiple platforms, and we're glad to have you guys here with us tonight. We have from the Iron Mains, Nikki Stringfield. Yes. She will be our exclusive interview for the night. It so. is true. And she is already waiting in our, our, uh, our Zoom room here. You guys want to get right to it and get her on in here? Well, first, let's thank Tony, Stacy, Tim Hewitt, Kent, Tracy Long, Diana, and Travis Arnold for being here tonight. Hey, guys. Absolutely. I'm going to, okay, you, you keep giving some shout outs. I'm going to get Nikki in here. We're going to make it where we can see her and hear her. I see her face. She's sideways right now. She's going to get that fixed. And I think she's connecting to audio. There she is right can there. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, we hear you. How you doing? Let me there get to, we go. There it is. I, I've switched through some different camera views there until I found you. But you're looking good, Nikki. How are you feeling tonight? And thanks for All joining right. us here on Tulsa Music Stream. Dude, I'm good. I'm good. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. How are you guys? Good. We are great. We are great. And we're so excited to get into your story. We're going to talk about all things the Iron Maidens and Heaven Below, but I have to start this thing out by saying what is going on with your brand new uh, solo album that you are working on and where do things stand with that? How's that progressing along for you? Give us the latest scoop on your on your new solo album. Well, I think the demos are pretty much done. There's 11 demos. And so uh, it's it's guitars, it's everything. I'm just finishing up the vocal harmonies and melodies and, and lyrics. And then we go into this real studio and get the drums done. And hopefully it's all done completely within the next few months at the at the most is what I'm hoping. Now, this is your so first. So it's getting there. This is your first full length album, correct? Yes. Yeah, I did an EP with five songs, and this one is at least going to have 10 or 11. That is so great. Now, compare yeah. this, compare what you're doing on the new one to the five-song EP, because we've been checking that out, and yeah. it's awesome. It's, it's, a, it's a really Thank nice you. blend of super awesome, you know, classic-sounding guitar, but it still sounds modern, and then it has your awesome yeah. voice over the top of it's it. It's got a little uh, Avenged Sevenfold it, feel to it. It to me. does. So how does yeah, how does definitely. the new album compare to your five song EP? Well, some of the songs I went back and I I found some lyrics. I found some old demos. So there are a couple of songs that are a little bit older that probably it, it's honestly just a pretty much a continuation from the EP. Okay. So it's it's pretty much along the lines of that same thing. I tried to make it pretty cohesive because I know in the last album I I tend to range from heavier like you know drop drop C tunings to you know just E standard like Maiden everything. Sure. Sorry, my cat's on the table. Stop. Oh, you're fine. Sorry, I have my little zoo here at home, so it you happens, might hear some crazy cats too, going actually. on. <laughs> yeah, we had to we had to my lock little... our cats out tonight, so you're in good company with oh, us. Oh my gosh, we get yeah, it. Yeah, my little dog's not here, so it's it's pretty tame this time. But um, 
Yeah, lots of, you know, lots of guitar solos in every song. Um, you know, a lots of harmonized guitars, the dual leads, like very in Avenged Sevenfold, Iron Maiden inspired. And I think they all pretty pretty much flow together very nice. So that's, it's, I think it's almost just a kind of a continuation, I would say. That's, so nothing, that's nothing what... different, nothing crazy. I'm not coming out screaming and growling, like nothing sure. crazy, no crazy changes. So Sure. Well, if it's similar to your EP, we're in for a real treat. Now tell me something. Do you just release these um, yourself or, or has a label partnered with you? Are you, re you releasing it on a label? Um, I release Harmonies for the Haunted by myself. Okay. And I did talk with some labels about this one and harmonies actually before I had released it. And I've just decided I'm going to release this one myself again. I really enjoy having the artistic freedom to do what I want when I want and having all the control over everything. So that has, that has worked so far. I'm just going to keep doing that. Tell me a little bit about haunted the lyrics. Where, where'd you come from? Where, where's you uh, come up with some of those lyrics for that song? Um, I was actually just sitting and playing my guitar. Um, the lyrics sometimes come first and sometimes the the riffs come first. And in this one, I was just kind of writing the chorus. I was just playing along with the chords and then the, the chorus melody just came into my head. So I had the chorus lyrics, This Isn't Home Without You. Um, and it just kind of took on like a vampire type ish thing in my mind i'm a huge horror movie person i love scary stuff if you see my place it's skulls <laughs> and skeletons everywhere it looks like halloween i go i go house shopping when it's halloween basically it's like sconces <laughs> all on my walls so a lot of my lyrics kind of come from like horror movies or just or kind of weird things like that so i just kind of took that into a thing of just not you know yeah just like a yeah like a vampire kind of love song you I have guess. like the cool little the strings orchestra and stuff at the end the piano and stuff so that's yeah. it's a really cool song it's a really cool tune thank you i think that one was probably my favorite off the album musically yeah sure cool. well let's talk a little bit now now you're very young i mean you, you were born in 1990 <laughs> you're a texas girl yeah graduated from the university of texas with a degree in radio tv and film which is very impressive mm -hmm. yeah. So tell me something when when you're growing up and you're you're starting to realize hey the guitar is something I'm interested in what yeah. specifically was it that hooked you about the guitar and the genre that you ended up getting into which is basically you know cl like classic metal but also you know modern metal yeah. as well what drew you to that style Yeah um I Grew up with both of my parents listening to rock and metal. They listened to all the 80s. They listened to ACDC, Guns N' Roses, Motley Crue, Pantera, being from Texas. And so I got a good uh, upbringing musically. Mm -hmm. And I just grew up loving to sing. I loved singing, but I was always shy. So that always kind of took like the, the back seat right. to everything. And my dad played guitar. So naturally, I just kind of went toward guitar. And he got me my first guitar. I started playing when I was 14. And right around that time is when I really started getting into like my newer influences, like the current influences, the, the current bands like Avenged Sevenfold or, mm -hmm. or anything about, you know, the era of 2013, 2014, when I was growing up, the total kind of screamo emo bands sure. like Atreyu right. and Bullet for My Valentine. And so my style kind of morphed into a mix of everything from the classic stuff. I love the Doors and cool. I'm a huge Doors fan, just I'm a big mixture of rock. So I just always knew that I wanted to do music 
and just being surrounded by it kind of my whole life, I think really, you know, took its toll in a good way. <laughs> so needless to say, your, your, your support base at home has always been strong and solid and your folks yeah. have always been behind what, what you're doing. Sounds like. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I have an awesome family. They all come out to my shows all the time when I'm at home and <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. That's really cool. Well, let's talk about that. When, when you decided it was time to go from Texas to the big old state of California, how scary was yeah. that? Now we know that you went there. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on any of this. It sounds, it looks like you went there in 2012 and you went there to uh -huh. join a band called before the morning. So what was that yeah. like when you, you're here, you are young and you're, you know, you've grown up in Texas, you go out to the big state of California. Talk about that era of your life and what that was like. Ooh, that was probably the craziest part of my life. And I hope that remains the craziest part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I had went to UT because I heard it was the music, the live music capital of the world. And I never got to play with any musicians where I'm from in Red Oak. I'm from a small town south of Dallas, so I never had anybody to jam with. So I was hoping by moving to Austin, I would find that. And I still did not find that. It, Austin has so many different styles of music, but I never found anybody that did what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So I knew that doing radio, TV, and film, I could get into an internship to move to LA. So I was like, Austin didn't work. I'm going to try out LA. And it was terrifying because I didn't know a single person oh, in wow. LA. And I got accepted to the internship um, to where I would be interning with Warner Brothers Music. Hmm. And... Um, yeah, I just moved out there with a small group of students. I think there was probably less than 20 of us, and I just didn't know anybody. And um, my music industry professor, I took a music industry class. The rest of it was film-based, and he got me into NAMM. And that is actually where I met everybody at Schechter, and they had seen some of my online videos of me playing Schechter's and everything. Right. And so through that, they kind of gave me a job at Schechter. I was a receptionist for a couple of months wow. to help me get my get on my feet. And that's actually where I met the guys in Before the Morning. So I actually met them at NAMM. Gotcha. And I didn't know a single uh, person before I moved out here. And then through those guys, I actually met uh, the Iron Maidens. I met Courtney and Nita through them. So it was it was a whirlwind. It all happened within a, a couple of months where I got in these two bands. I had to learn all these before the morning songs. I had to learn all the maiden songs within a couple of months while I'm finishing college, while I have my first job at Schechter and Jeez. I'm interning at Warner Brothers Music. It was it was a crazy, crazy time. It sounds in my life, like that. It sounds like you took whew. a big a big chance and, and it paid off in, yeah. in a whole bunch of ways. Yeah. Yeah, yes, I, cool. I got super lucky, really yeah. lucky. Kind of reminds me of like a movie where like the parents just, just drop off their children in the middle, there of, the, you go. In the middle of the city. It's like, you're <laughs> go, on your own. Go rock and roll. Yeah. You're on your own. Yeah, it, me and my family are so close. So it was a it was not an easy thing. But you know, I go, I visit home a lot. I go to Texas very often. So that's really and good. And the cat's back on the table. Let that's okay. Off. We totally feel your <laughs> You're pain. You're going to see the, the, the camera going like this a little bit. Go on. Don't baby. even worry about oh, it. We're all cat people. Yes, yeah. we are. We oh, totally. Oh, and you, you, you brought up Nam. So, and I've noticed mm -hmm. there's a lot of videos out there of you uh, at Nam like jamming in front of like these people. And yeah. all you have like you and Courtney did some things together and, you, you know, getting interviewed with people. What's it like yeah. just to get up there and just, I guess, I don't know. What is it like a boom box that you're jamming with like some tune and you guys just just yeah. wing it with these amps and stuff? 
pretty much. <laughs> yeah, the guitars are live, and then you put on the tracks and kind of play to the tracks. Um, I worked for PV for a while, and the PV had a huge booth at one time, and they actually had live shows there. So the whole band would come play. The Maidens played that a few times. And, uh, yeah, they, they basically, everywhere else, you just put the tracks out. I remember we were, uh, Courtney and I were playing at the GHS Strings booth. I, I used GHS Strings. And we kept getting in trouble because we were too, I guess that booth was too loud. So we all <laughs> got the GH booth. GHS Strings booth shut down. <laughs> but wow. it's like, yeah, man, you know, people want to rock. Yes, they but, do. Yeah. So hey, well, it was always a fun time. So while we're talking about that, let's talk a little bit about Courtney. And I found this cool picture of you and her jamming together. Um, yeah. What is it like playing with her? Because we actually had the privilege of opening for you guys a couple years ago and we met her and she just yeah. seems so fun and so funny. Oh, yeah. And I can only imagine the times that you guys have on the road and in the studio together. And just tell us a little bit about yeah. your dynamic and relationship with Courtney. Uh, we're about the same age, so it's it's a blast. You know, we, we've been friends since before I joined. She pretty much brought me in. So, you know, all of us girls, we actually hang out outside of the band. Right. And, you know, we just, it's, we love the same music and we love to drink, you know, we'll, we'll have our wines together or whatever. It's, it's, it's a fun time. Well, on our days off, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun exploring cities and just, just having a blast. That's so cool. And it's a really fun time on stage too, of course, you know, when you, when you're jamming with your friends too. So. Yeah, because that chemistry, it does translate to the stage. We know that. And, yes. and then vice versa, when you're not having the best chemistry, that can also translate and people yeah. pick up on that sometimes. Yes. So so glad, Absolutely. That, glad that you feel like you're up there with, with your sisters jamming it, and you guys are absolutely amazing. We're going to get into your Thank upcoming you. show schedule and other stuff about that. I do want to interject a comment in our chat room yeah. from Clayton James Hicks. He said, I'm getting your signature Schecter guitar, Nikki Stringfield. And that awesome. is, uh, I was checking that out. Boy, I want one to talk a little bit. Cause I'm, I play as well. And I'm a Schecter girl as well. I have a sensor gates. That's the model that I play right now. Oh, Do you nice. have one as well? One right over there. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. T- tell me what, what was it about Schecter that sold you on them? I mean, is it the feel? Is it the sound? Is it all of the above? It's all of the above. Like I said, when I was 14, I went to go try out, you know, my first guitars. And I remember playing a Jackson. I remember playing an Ibanez and I played the Schecters and the Schecters just, they called to me. I love the way they play. I love the feel, the sound. Um, A couple of my favorite bands at the time, Papa Roach and Sevenfold were playing them. So of course I was like, you know what? We're going to go with the Schecter. And that's what I've played ever since. So you know, cool. You do have the Sustaniac, just, right? Yes. Nice. Yeah. On on almost all of my guitars. You guys I just think want it, us to. You guys want us to yeah. go take a break while you guys. Yeah, talk we're about... gonna talk. We're gonna talk Schecter, man. Get out That's of okay. here. That's okay. Yeah, right. we could go forever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No we less. Pa- no days. less Pauls for you, huh? Oh my gosh. No. No. They're a little too heavy for me. I'd be walking off stage yeah, like this. I was going to say they are kind of heavy. We don't want little yeah. Nikki to have uh, a hunchback. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not yeah. Get a hernia. I might within, yeah. yeah My new one's there. actually a lot lighter. So we, oh, we made, a, I have two signature models in the newer one. We made quite a bit lighter than the old one because it was pretty heavy as well. Yeah. I, I totally feel your now, pain. I don't, I don't mean to jump the gun, but so in 2015, yeah. Did you get a call from someone from the Iron Maidens or how did, how did the, 
the connection with you and the in the Iron Maidens come because basically, you know, you've you've had a, some high some some big shoes to fill with Nita Strauss being out of the band now, and then you had to have to take that spot right there. So, what, what was that like well, in that first phone call? Well, actually, Nita and I both played in the band at the same time. So oh, is that we right? Actually, uh huh. I started playing with the girls in April of 2012, and it was actually a rotating um, thing of guitarists. It was Nita, Neely, Brosh, who's yeah. an incredible guitar player as well, and myself. So they were already kind of playing and rotating out because everybody had their own bands. So Nita had her own band at the time, who my original band would play with too, and Neely had her own thing. So. You know, at first it just started as me just playing for a few shows and then it just started becoming like a regular thing. And then it started becoming me and Nita just taking an equal amount of shows, you mm -hmm. know, whatever the band would would ask, you know, for us. Gotcha. And then, you know, in 2015 is I think I can't even remember the year is I think when Nita went to Alice Cooper. So then I stepped in full time. So gotcha. Yeah, wow. I, I want to read you some more viewer comments because we have some really okay. nice things being said in here. Oh, uh, Craig Clark says Nikki is one of the most amazing artists at connecting with her fans. I can t already tell that's true because oh, you are thanks. very approachable. And uh, and Ramon thanks. RJ says you girls blew the roof off at Rise in Houston, Texas. And yes. let's see there. Did, did someone say that Nikki get engaged? Yes, they did. Is this true? It's true. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry, fellas. Live on TV. Sorry, guys. She's taken. Yes. Like the old Beatles. Yeah. Thing. Hey, now our numbers are dropping. Oh, oh they're oh, bailing out. Man. Darn it. Well, why don't we? Oh, man. Let's let's skip around a little bit. So let's let's talk about your fella, and and this leads us to talking a little bit about your other group. And I promise we're going to come back and talk more about the Iron Maidens. But let's put up this group shot. Heaven below. There's Patrick Kennison. That's your fella. Tell us a little yep. bit about how you got involved with that group and what you guys have going on right now. Yeah, Patrick and I go way back. We've known each other almost since I've moved here, kind of through Schechter. Schechter used to have, um, well, not Schechter, but our friend Scum, who works at Schechter, he used to have this uh, rock and roll karaoke thing in North Hollywood where you could come up and play any instrument. And so we'd always go to that. So we just became really good friends. And I was a huge fan of Heaven Below. I'd go see his shows. And, you know, we're always out supporting everything. And mm -hmm. when I would play Fem with Femme Fatale, you know, Patrick plays with Lita Ford. So we would always end up playing the same bills and everything. So, mm. you know, one day um, his guitarist, Lucas, left the band. And he's like, yeah, you just, do you want to come fill in for a few shows? Wow. Yeah, sure. It always starts as, you want to fill in? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, let's do it. You know, the more, the better. So eventually, I don't think I ever got officially asked to be in the band, but I think I am now anyway. At least it my face is like on it. enough things. So. Yeah, I think you're on the hook so, now. So yeah. are you guys, uh, now you guys, I did note that you guys released a, I guess it's an album of covers called Rest in Peace uh -huh. as a tribute to the departed. And uh, yeah. tell us a little bit about that and, and uh, the inspiration behind that album. Yeah, they they started that quite a bit before I joined in. Okay. Um, there, It's actually a double disc to where it has every single cover song the band has done. So that's really cool. The first disc was the new stuff. And I think I'm probably on four or five of the songs. You know, I cool. sing on some. I play guitar on others. So it was um, the first disc is uh, all cover songs by 
musicians that have passed away. Gotcha. So everything on the first disc, it's like, you know, Pantera and, you know, a bunch of really awesome stuff. Yeah. Speaking of Pantera, wow. Today is the 17th yeah. anniversary of losing Dimebag. And uh, we also Incredible. lost John Lennon on this same yeah. day in 1980. It's hard to believe uh, what a mm-hmm. historic day December 8th Shitty is. day for rock and roll. Yeah. Boy, it sure was. Yeah. It yeah. sure was. Well, I want to go back. We're going to circle back to the talking about the Iron Maidens. I know you guys just played some shows in Arizona, yeah. and it looks like those uh-huh. went great. Let me put this up yep. on the screen so people can see what you guys have coming up this weekend it looks like you guys are going to be at stages in santa Ana, california and then the following weekend you are at club la in destin florida wow so you're going from one coast to the other and uh road trip we go back ping pong all the time (laughs) maybe you can go to la and play club uh destin yeah, that's confusing, right? isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, we're leaving LA to go play Club LA. Yeah, go so, figure. Right. Can't get exactly. away from it. So is COVID yeah. is COVID greatly impacting you guys' show schedule right now, or are you all doing Ooh. pretty well despite of it? Um, you know, we started picking back up earlier this year, and since then, it there were some really uh, busy months, like September. Or, yeah, I think it was August, September. We were constantly out. I mean, we've been touring the Midwest and the East Coast very heavily, um, some Northern California. But right now, it's we're pretty busy. So we're very thankful. You know, so far, everything has gone, gone good. You know, we haven't been doing meet and greets just to try to keep everybody healthy and limited right. contact. So that's that's the only thing that's a big bummer is because we always did meet and greets before. And right now, biggest... we're just trying to... Yeah, be as safe as possible. That's one of the Not biggest changes is, is is the meet and greet things. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know if any of you guys saw the when Kiss was doing theirs. They were behind like plexiglass and stuff. And it's <laughs> yeah. like wow, man. And guys and people are paying three thousand dollars to meet them. Is that right? Oh yeah, behind Abs- the glass. Behind the glass. Oof. Yeah, yeah. That's man. crazy. So, but I think that's yeah. changed for everybody the meet and greets and stuff. But. So I also think for everybody, the show's kind of picked back up again at the beginning of the year. They need to put little yeah. telephones on the glass so you can like speak like to the, like the jail, like the prison. <laughs> yeah, we actually did put something like up. that at um, M3 when we were really? doing M3. It was like the plexiglass in front of us, and wow. it's just so bizarre. It's like yeah. it's like hi, like it, it may it, it's so. It, it's just weird. It's a strange world right now, but, yeah. but we're all getting through it together. What Let's, are what are some of your favorite um, festivals? You've just mentioned M3. I know you uh, played Rocklahoma. Yeah. What are some of your favorite festivals that you've played? Let's see. Yeah, Rocklahoma was a blast. I always wanted to play that, being from Dallas. And yeah. we actually played the pre-party. So hopefully, maybe next year we'll be on the actual bill. Uh, M3 was a blast. I hope we get to be uh, back there next year. Man, we were actually going to play some festivals in Europe before COVID hit. So I'm hoping we can go back and play some of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we were there. They were going to be some pretty big ones. You know, the the ones that you want to that are the bucket list right. festivals. Sure. So. I have a I have a viewer question for you, if that's okay. This is from Mark Corf. Yeah. He says, "Has Nikki ever met any of the members of Iron Maiden? If so, what was that experience like?" Shout out to the patrons. Yeah. Mark's from my uh, Patreon community. Patreon. So Patreon. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I have not met any of the current members, if, but I have Michael Kinney as their keyboard player and we're friends with him. But 
I did meet Paul Diano. He jammed oh, on stage with us in the UK, in London. He actually played two songs with us. He That's played cool. um, Rough Child and Iron Maiden. And that was really awesome. Wow. To, just said, to hear All right. his voice on stage. You just said, all right, Paul, you can get up and jam with us, but it's going to be Power Slave and um, <laughs> right. two minutes to midnight. Not, yeah, not even right. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah. That's it was, funny. So that was cool. Speaking but, of Power yeah. Slave, I, I got to ask you that, uh, man, you guys did the, the Heaven Below Iron Maiden's uh, collaboration yeah. and covered Power Slave and put out the coolest, funnest video on that. Tell us a little yeah. bit about that experience as well. Yeah, that was actually before I was in Heaven Below. Uh, Patrick just came came up to me and he's like, hey, how about we, we do a collab with the Maidens? And I think, I can't remember who ended up choosing Power Slave. I think he might have because there's three guitar solos in that one. Right. And at the time they had their other guitar player. So it's like me and Courtney and Lucas could take a solo and Patrick would do the backing vocals. And, you know, we would do a mixture of drummers and bass players. And so it was really uh, coming from heaven below to have us do this. So they kind of, it was their kind of brainchild. They put everything together. Our bass player, John from heaven below actually put the whole video together. He actually works for um, a video company. And so everything you see on there, like all the little eddies and everything, John did that. He, wow. he built the stages. I mean, he put so much time into that video and we, yeah. We didn't even know what to really expect until we saw it after they were done. And it's we're amazing. Like, oh I think gosh. one of the coolest things that come out of COVID is all the collaboration videos that people yeah. did, you know, from home. It's, yeah. And all the, all the, it was, it was fun to watch those for sure. Yeah. I, I actually watched one of, um, that you did of, uh, event sevenfold back country. Yeah. I think, oh, I think yeah. With you and uh, Patrick together and the, yeah. all those harmonies and stuff. And I thought it was pretty cool. I did notice that both of you were barefooted, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no cats in this one. I just got a pedicure. Yeah. <laughs> Over there, there's no cats. Over there, it's just the dogs. So <laughs> it's a, uh, oh, wait, there is a cat over there now. So it's always a challenge to, uh, you know, get everything done without our little zoo. So yeah, I'm like, what is my cat doing right now? I'm not even sure. You had to pick, you had to pick the cat up and crazy. put her on cam. We had uh, Eric Ferentinos on here uh, about a month and a half ago, and he put his cat on cam as well. So feel oh, well. free to you don't you don't have to go get her, but if she's around, you can. She's looking at me like yeah, she's shy. She's, she's a she's a shy one, and then my little black cat. She's sleeping, but she's a ham. She'd be oh, all up in the camera, oh, all up. I, over, but she's she's laying down right now. The other one is my crazy skittish one. Right. So, the first time you came to Tulsa, you played, um, I believe that was with Vixen at the IDL yeah, ballroom and we got yeah. to open up for that show. And a little after that, we, we actually, there was a, um, a documentary that me and Jana got to watch and it was of all of you guys. Tell me a little bit about that documentary. I, I think that's the heavy metal road dog. Yes, yeah. that one. And yeah. it really focuses on your, on your crew yeah. your crew guy who keeps you guys together. Doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, poor Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, you know, yeah. has to deal with us every day on the road. It was actually filmed in Germany, um, by our bass player, Wanda's husband. He was actually part of our crew on that tour and i think it might have been the second time we were in germany or europe uh, i think it was the second time might have i don't think it was the first 
so he he wanted to make this documentary around Chris because you never really see right. the tour guys. You know, he's our practically our tour manager, and he has to round everybody up. He sets up the stage. He's actually our Eddie. I was going to so, ask you about that because we because yeah. we played my band played before you guys at this Rock Oklahoma pre party, and I remember meeting yeah. the guy. And he was setting up everything, getting all the guitars out. And then a, a few minutes later, I'm seeing him in an Eddie outfit. I, <laughs> so I thought that's yeah, who you were talking about. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, he does it all. So we don't know what we would do without Chris. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the one who keeps the train rolling. He, you know, he, deal, he deals with all the gear, the logistics, the hotels, the, the travel, you know, getting us in the hotel lobby on time, on right. stage on time, so... Good right. to have. Yeah, it's good it's, to have. it's eye opening. Yeah, it's so a good from, one to watch. From one female to another, I want to ask you something. And you know this this attitude was probably a lot more prevalent when I was, you know, twenty or thirty than than maybe it is now. But how how are you guys? How do you perceive that you are received being all females? Do you feel like your fan base is? is supportive and totally into it or do you guys ever feel that you face criticism because you're females i mean is it is it still kind of a battle for the women out there in metal to be fully respected as fully respected as the men are in your Mm -hmm. opinion well i feel it's kind of a double-edged sword i feel like with the maidens it's very accepting because the maiden community is so hardcore they just love maiden music and i feel like once they listen to us any kind of doubts that they had yes kind of are washed away and i've seen people's comments on that they're like i didn't think it was gonna i came just because my friend invited me and i didn't want to go but wow i can't believe you girls actually play good right i like to you know i like winning people over i like surprising people but it's definitely still there um maybe not so much i don't feel it as much with the maidens but you feel it outside of that just on the internet just like with anything i post up or or anything else like oh it's you're my favorite female guitarist yeah girl guitar player hashtag girl guitar player it's like can we just not be i just consider i'm i'm a tomboy and i always have been and it's just like why do you have to i think somebody i was sitting here i'm pretty much wearing the same thing a black tank top black jeans and i'm playing a solo and somebody told me dress better wow yeah i'm sorry i'm <laughs> sitting in my room right yeah. like literally right here what i'm not gonna go put on my bra and just you right. know dance around here right. with my guitar like no would you go tell that to a guy sitting in his, with his band t-shirt playing right no you well, know, tell so me this definitely there's stuff yes. like that still, what's the what's the know? differences for you as as far as playing in a band full of females you know, opposed to being the only female in a band. You know, it's funny when I first moved out here before the morning, my old band was all guys except for me. And I was hesitant joining an all female group because I thought it would be just drama. And, you know, I didn't think I was going to have a great time. Like I said, I was always kind of one of the guys hanging out with the guys. And it's honestly, it was kind of less drama with the girls in a way. Wow. <laughs> it's just a lot of fun. It's like, they're like, they've become family and like sisters. I'm sure if I went and got in, you know, some other bands, I'm sure it's not that way with everything, but I have a blast either way. I have a blast with my guys. I have a blast with my girls. Mm-hmm. So 
but we're very, very lucky that everybody just gets along right. in both in every way. So, that is and so I know cool. that's rare. It, you are my soul sister because everything you just said Hell is yeah. exactly how I feel. Well, you know, they're the, the female rockers are, yeah. are, are, they're emerging and, and they're coming on yes. strong, especially now. Yep. I mean, and, and the, for me, the difference is watching guys play. They're a little more intense. They're a little more angry looking. They're, you know, they're not, mm-hmm. they don't look like they're up there having fun. We don't though, smile as much, even, even though they're having fun, yeah. but like watching like, like, all of you jamming together at Nam or wherever you guys are up there and you're smiling and, and you're just laughing. Yeah. Or if you're, someone has to turn up an amp or turn it down or something, cause it's too loud. Y'all would just look at each other and go- giggle and stuff like that. Where, you know, guys are just more a little, you know, more pissed off and a little yeah. more angry. So, you know, and I think that a lot of people are starting to uh, feed off of that, that fun mm-hmm. that you guys yeah. bring to the stage as opposed to just, you know, Angle. Hell yeah, man. And, you know, I, so I agree with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's just, I, it I, seems to be coming yeah. across, across the board with all of you female. Guitars. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's well, you'll either hear sometimes you need to smile more or mm-hmm. why are you smiling? It's like, <laughs> we just can't, can't make everybody happy. What am I supposed to do? I know. Tell <laughs> so, me you know, about I it. I just do. Yeah. It's like, you know, I just do, do whatever I'm feeling. And especially if I'm on stage, I'm having fun. I can't, there's no hiding my emotions. Like right. I, I'm a total, you can, I'm a total open book with my face. So if I'm mad, I have to be like, yeah, just smile through it. You know, if there's sound issues, <laughs> smile through it, no nope. matter what. Cause you never want to just seem, you never want to seem like you're having a bad time. And That's I feel right. like right. as a woman, as a female, if you're up there and you have the scowl on your face, you're going to be like, what's wrong with her? Why is she so angry? And yeah. it's not, not doesn't come across as the tough thing as much it's weird that we're talking about this because i was watching a video of lita ford and when she is not singing Uh she is smiling at everybody yeah yeah she has a blast she's so fun to watch absolutely yeah but i mean if we aren't having fun then why do it right i mean this is supposed to be fun it's rock and roll so i do have a question for you from our friend tony keeler she says you guys channel maiden when you play who was most influential on your playing style um, out of Maiden, funny enough, well, I kind of, my style leaned more towards Adrian Smith. Right. But I'm actually Dave Murray. So it, it kind of revamped my playing style when I started playing Maiden because he's a very legato-driven, very yes. bluesy player, and his style is very distinctive. So his playing has definitely had a huge impact on me because I had to kind of change a lot of my playing style to fit his so, and before that, who, who, you know, outside, outside of, our, of Maiden. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, in a total, totally different direction. Kurt Cobain, Nirvana uh-huh. was my first big influence. Right. On. Cool. So, song, songwriting wise. I mean, I don't really sit there and play much, you know, Nirvana anymore, but I, I loved his songwriting, just the simplicity of it Ditto. and Sinister Gates, Avenged Sevenfold, yes. Dimebag Daryl, Pantera, uh, Marty Friedman, you know, Jason Becker, just, wow. those are yeah. probably a couple of my, my main ones. And then outside of Maiden, what's your favorite eighties band? Mm. <laughs> Man, it, it totally has always kind of changed. I've, I've always loved Motley Crue. 
Right Always on. really love Molly Crew. So cool. Yeah. That's super awesome. cool. The fun, the fun music. Mick know. Mars. And hey, I, I got Mick Mars. Oh, he's <laughs> so, so underrated. underrated. So underrated. Yes, yes. You know? Oh, I love you so much. You're, you're we're so. You're so on the same yeah. page with me. Hey, your grandma is yeah. in here. Did you know that? Yolanda Hutchinson. Yeah. She says, hi, my beautiful granddaughter. Aw. I like, can't wait to see you in a few weeks. Aw. You're looking nice, Nunu. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello to your grandmother. Yeah. There, you, there's, I hope that when we're done here, you can go back and read the comments because you've got some really nice comments in here. Craig Clark oh, says, awesome. we love Nikki for her music. Dustin Little, she's doing a great interview. Nice work, host. Hey, thank you. I know. Well, well Nikki's yeah. carrying us, so it's, sure. so it's, sure. it's uh, Diana Lee Blevins says, I absolutely love her. We do, too. And here's a, okay, here's a question from Stacey Lundgren. What advice would you give <laughs> to other females trying to make it in a male-dominated arena? Or is it? I'd say... Yeah, right. <laughs> Man, there's so many awesome females coming up. I see somebody new, I swear, online every day. So it makes me so happy. Yes. I would just say you have to just do what makes you happy. Like don't you cannot be in this if it doesn't make you happy. Right. So just do it for the love of your music and just you got to tune out what everybody says because it took me a long time to be able to finally be comfortable with blocking all of the haters out and just yes. just listen to your heart follow your heart and just don't listen to what anybody else says just do what makes you happy good advice yeah that's solid yeah. solid advice um are you doing okay on time we won't keep you too much longer but oh, you've yeah. been very gracious with your time yeah. um we yeah, do have oh. an we do have another question now this this okay. is hard to answer i mean i i've been asked this and i never know how to answer this but Clayton Hicks says, Nikki, what is your favorite song? Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that is an extremely uh, difficult question. I don't think uh, I, I couldn't answer God. that. I couldn't either. It's just I too mean, many to I pick guess, from. Yeah, right. and then it's, when I'm asked these questions too, I can't think of anything and my sure. mind goes blank. Right. And then later on, I'm like, why didn't I think of this? Could I have a default song <laughs> um, to go to? to? Yeah, I think one of my favorite songs of all time, or I'll give you two. Um, Nirvana's cover of Where'd You Sleep Last Night. I just love that. Mm -hmm. It's very haunting. Oh, and yes. I always would watch the um, Unplugged DVD. And mm -hmm. I just, seeing him gasp like at the end where at he's getting his end. breath, yeah. I was, that just always hit me. Yeah. And then um, Avenged Sevenfold's uh, off of waking the fall and i won't see you tonight part one cool um that really the piano in it i love piano and stuff i wish i could play piano mm -hmm. that and then i remember that was one of the first songs that i really tried to learn solos with and my mom um i think my mom would be like i i was like here you have to check out the song i love it so much and she's like, I know, I've been hearing you play it over and over in your room for like the past week. Uh, <laughs> she already knew it. And I was like, oh, nice I just funny. love this song. Are you a fan of so, Jerry Cantrell? Oh, yes, absolutely. Actually, uh, we're about to do a new acoustic, Patrick and I, a new acoustic video, and it's going to be Alice in Chains. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Yes. He's, yeah. a, he's a great riff writer. Yes. You oh, recently yeah. released a, a heart-shaped heart box Nirvana cover as well. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Am I am I am I wrong here? Oh, he's saying that you did. Did you not? Oh, oh I thought you said Jerry Cantrell. Oh, mine. Yes. Yes. I did. Yeah. Um, God, a couple of years ago, actually. Yeah, that was 
one of the first things I think I released where I was singing, actually. Wow. So that kind of helped, you know, be my stepping stone into singing. Now tell, yeah, tell me that a little. That was also one of my favorite songs. Right. Tell me a little bit about the video that you were um, a, a guest a guitarist in for uh, a Slaughter cover for Mad About uh, You. Yeah. Yeah, that was really fun. Um, so Kari Walgren is a very well-known uh, voiceover actress. She's been in everything from Rick and Morty to just a lot of video game stuff. She's She's been in everything. Wow. And so a couple, well, before COVID hit, I went out and saw her play, her band. So it's all female slaughter stuff. And she pretty much redoes every song to where you almost wouldn't even recognize the songs because she totally down changes stuff, right? the genre. Yes. No. Well, no. yeah, in that song, yes. Okay. But there's one song where it's like a choir singing. There's one song where it's kind of country. There's one every, she changes the genre almost on every song. Wow. And it's really, really cool what she does. And she brings in a lot of other singers and it's all female. And so that was actually the first song that she wanted to release. And so she came to me to play guitar on that and wanted to do the video for it. So that was so much fun. I just, I just showed up and I just let them do my hair and makeup and kind of dress <laughs> me. And I just sat there and just kind of almost fell off of a very small pedestal a million times trying to, <laughs> to, to, to really rock, but barely move. Right. And so it, it was a lot of fun. I actually also played on um, another song on her album. I played on um, Perfect World. I did. Mm. And that song is very, we kind of changed it a little bit and I made it a little more, not, I wouldn't say bluesy, but it was totally out of my playing style. Mm. It was a lot of kind of very clean finger picked guitar. Wow. So cool. That's so it's really a cool, neat. very cool album. Yeah. So tell me the difference. So you get dropped off or not dropped off, but you go to LA, you know, nobody. Yeah. 10 years have passed. What's the difference between then and now and now you're in the maidens do you have lots of friends lots of know all the a lot of musicians out there you hang out at this you hang out at all the bars on sunset strip and 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 yeah 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 i i remember you know when i moved out here i was in i was just in awe of the rainbow and the whiskey and and the roxy i was so excited let me still would have been alive then yeah, yeah, he was hanging out and, there all the time. Uh, I think I, I think he was there at the Rainbow a couple of times. I lived in Hollywood for a while after I moved here, and so I could just kind of, it was super close. Now I kind of live, uh, I live by the beach in the South Bay, um, but I, I never would have imagined in ten years that I'm that I'm here. Um, you know that I'm in two bands that I love. I'm doing my own thing. I before I got in the Maidens, I never really traveled. And so being with them, I've got to see the world and I just, it was a total life changer. Like I, I just expected to almost move back home to Texas, you know, after my internship was up and Mm -hmm. well, I'm so glad that wasn't the case because I I have no idea what I would be doing if I wasn't doing this. You've done well. Yes, you have. I think you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. I I want to ask one more question and then give you a couple more viewer comments and then we'll. We'll talk yeah. again about your upcoming shows this weekend, and we'll cut you loose. But our friend Eric Biddle says, do you prefer playing small venues or larger theaters? Oh, there's something that I love about each one. I love the very small, intimate feel, you know, where you're right up there with the audience. That's awesome. I love being able to interact with people, you know, because you feed off their energy. Mm-hmm. And I really love the big festivals as well, because it's just like, uh, it's just... <laughs> 
it's Amazing. incredible. It's it's oh, breathtaking. Yeah. The sea of people. I will say, yes. The only thing that's kind of strange is when we play places where, you know, people have to be seated, mm-hmm. and you know they're all you know seated at the tables and they want to get up and rock, but they can't. <laughs> right. You know, the people try and get up, and I see security telling them go, 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 go back and sit. Right. Do and you find so, that the biggest, the biggest, and the most badass shows go by so much quicker? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. You look up and it's the, over. The Oklahoma one, it was like, really? Uh-huh. We're done already? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Crazy. You know, yeah, that was awesome. Well, I'm going to read all, I'm going to read some comments here um, in the chat room. Go for uh, it. Clayton James Hicks says, all guitar bottle with you. Not sure what that I think means. it means battle. Bat- I think battle. Oh, guitar battle. battle. Guitar bottle. Is that <laughs> hey, something, right, something weird that we don't know about? Yeah, <laughs> it's a new bottling. thing. We, we created it tonight here. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe, maybe it's like when they're jamming and people throw bottles. I don't, I don't know. know. That's not good, though. <laughs> you need a, the chicken wire in front of the stage. Right. So, yeah, right. D- Diana Lee Be- uh, Blevins uh, says, please come to Tulsa. Yes. Uh, Rocco Sanchez yeah. says, the maidens are awesome. J.D. Wayne says, your portrait still hangs in my studio. Um, he, Isaac, he drew an incredible portrait. Really? Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Isaac Valencina, I think that Valencia. is. Valencia. Valencia says, mad about you. Awesome. All in capital letters. <laughs> Video. Awesome. Go watch it. Yes. Um, yeah. Dustin Thank Little you. says, BMG, those who know, know. Um, Make sure you read that other comment from Rocco. Yeah, Rocco says, Nikki is an awesome person. She goes out of her way to make fans happy. Always stops and chats before going on stage. Mm. Just a great-hearted person. That's awesome. That's cool. That's really, really good. And, of course, people are commenting, uh, Journey, don't stop believing. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Rocker Chicks make me happy. Nikki, what's your favorite song? (laughs) Me too. Yeah, we we already hit a lot (laughs) of that stuff. Why don't we, uh, let's, let's one more time. Let me put up, if I can find it on the screen here, I want to put up your tour schedule one more time. You guys make sure yeah. who are, you guys who are in the area, make sure you go see the Iron Maidens at Stages and that's this Saturday, right? Uh, right. At Stages, which is formerly Malone's and that is in Santa Ana, California. The following weekend, they go all the way out to Destin, Florida for two shows at Club L.A., and tell us one more time, when do you think that your, uh, your new album will be released? Gosh, I think after this, I'm hoping to go work on it. I'm really hoping, man, I'm going to try and put a time limit on myself here. because I've got to sync <laughs> everything up and get photos and I want to do a video. I didn't do a video for anything off of harmonies. I'm really hoping by March or April, everything will be together ready to go at once yeah okay well we're gonna watch That's, for that I'm, at the latest i'm hoping and you have a lot of online presence and i know that you you're very active on your facebook page which we've got the address up there on the screen and then people can go to nikki-stringfield.com and you yeah. guys can check out all about nikki and she's got merch for sale uh she's one of the she's one of the good folks out there doing what she does and Thank she you. obviously you are very appreciative of your opportunities and that really translates um, into your attitude. And that's why people love you so much is because I I think you realize that you are, you know, you are blessed to do what you're doing and you're certainly making the most of your opportunities. And we're just so thrilled to get to know you better tonight and we will keep supporting you. And, And like, like the chat said, please do come back to Tulsa if you guys can. 
Absolutely. I can't wait. And, and I we do had a, have a we question. We have a blast every time we're there. Awesome. I do have a question for the fans who will be coming to see you at these shows. What it, yeah. what do what can they expect from you from the Iron Maidens as as what like your set list or are, are any changes that will be going on mm-hmm. or is it basically one set list and that's the way it's going to be throughout this tour or throughout yeah. these shows. If we are playing a venue for the first time, we'll pretty much do a hits, like a greatest hits kind of set. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have the eddies, you know, we try to really change it up. But if we roll through a second time or a third time, we switch the set list up every time. So it's always new songs being added. Like we play the hits pretty much every time, like, you know, right. Wasted Years, Number of the Beast. But, you know, we like to throw in the deep cuts and we always make sure that we change them up. And like at Club, this is going to throw me off too. Club LA in Destin. Wait, I wanted yeah. to say Club Destin. Um, like, what if it's Club Law? What if it's Club Law? We're all saying Club LA. Yeah, right. It's Club, Club Law. Club Law. <laughs> um, like we're playing there two nights in a row. So right. obviously it's going to be, it'll be two different set lists each night. Cool. So we always change it up. So if people want to come out both nights, yeah. hey, you're going to be, yeah, you're going to be good. seeing a totally different show Man. the next night. That's so, totally what I would do if I was in Destin. How long? Is, how long is Ryan with the Ancient Mariner? Like thirteen minutes long or something like yes. that? Do you guys play <laughs> yeah, that? I, yes, we do. Wow. Yes, we do. So that's like half a set right there. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, well, what other songs do we want to right. play? Just we need three more songs. Set. We're good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Especially when it's like a shorter set, you know. Right. We do an hour and a half most of the time, but sometimes it's an hour and. You, you just put in a couple Maiden songs and it's done. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. You know? well, Nikki, you are awesome. Yep. Thank you for giving us almost an hour of your time tonight. Make thank sure you, you pet your kitty cats for us. And um, thank you again what? so much for coming on Tulsa now Music Stream. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Grab it. Grab yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And, and I appreciate oh. all the shares. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what happened? Yes, I'll go share this. Oh, she's big. This oh, is my big girl. Hey, look wow. at this. Pretty Lucy. kitty. Oh, Hi. my God. She's like, you just woke me up. Oh, but this wow. is Lucy. Ooh, she's like, "What are you doing?" Oh, did we? F- I'm not going to even attempt to grab my Luna. Yeah, she's kinda, don't get. She's, don't, she's making the crazy face at me right now. We don't want you to get scratched or anything, so don't don't worry about that. But hey, oh, seriously, no. you are awesome. Tell your girls and your fellas hello for us, and thank you for all your time tonight on Tulsa Music Stream. We really appreciate you. And again, yeah, thank you thank for you all the so shares. Much. I appreciate it. Of yes. course, I'll be sharing this again afterwards. So awesome. I thank really you, appreciate Nikki. it. Have you guys are night. awesome. Thank you. you Good too. night. Appreciate Bye, you. Everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you, guys. Thank you. There you go. Fantastic. So nice. Yeah, she was fantastic. So nice. Yeah, she was so super sweet. Man, man, we we just keep hitting gold with these people. Yeah. I just don't know how this is even happening, but I I could tell from the minute I started corresponding with her that she was going to be super nice and super approachable and. She's everything I thought she was. She's actually even better because she's yeah. she's like she's a tomboy like she's, me. Well, but she's she's she is, but she she was a lot sweeter than I thought she was going to be. What do you think she was going to do? Like tough metal girl, you know? Tough. Yeah, that's right, Scott. You know, sort, sort, no, well, no, you know, sort of like uh, you know, everyone, the who's the boss, you know, that oh, right, <laughs> tough, or or who was the tough uh, mechanic? Look on at all the, the people we have. Oh yeah, movie. what's her name? Man, who wants who, to who read was the those? mechanic on? Wow, Tanya Thompson, Bernadette. Goodman, Jeff I know Bray, what you're talking about, Scott. Sarah Fox and all these people. Thanks for joining us tonight, Rick Irving and Becky and Jason and 
Keep going. Donna Cook, Angie K, Jason Neal, Mike Anderson, Craig Clark, thank you. Denise Dawson, thank you. Robert Munoz, thank you. Teresa wow. Weber, Londa Barker, you said that one. And Hunt. Okay, keep going. Is that it? And Mike Hunt. And Rocco Sanchez in here. And Joe Carrera. <coughs> We've got all kinds of people in Let's here. Let's keep naming them. They're, they're all over L- the I'm going to miss somebody and then feelings are going to get hurt and I don't want to do that. Just know all of you. Thank you for tuning in. That was yeah. such a great interview. And, um, you know, we're just, we're ramping things back up. And this mm-hmm. this was our first full show back in the new studio. And guess what? A week from tonight, we're going to do this again. And, man, you scored us a cool one. Why don't you tell us who's coming on with us next Wednesday? Next Wednesday is... is, is he uh, scored us. I scored it. You scored it a, a good one. Hey, that's, that's what disgusting. I do. That's what I do. No, you scored a good one. Um, next week is uh, episode 48 with Danny Boy O'Connor from House of Pain and, and the owner of the Outsiders House Museum. So it should be a really cool interview. Yeah, it's going to be super and I'm cool. I'm sure there'll be a lot of questions for him, too. And so. Craig Clark says hi from New Zealand. Hello, oh, New Zealand. Wow, hello. And there's one thing we didn't get to do. Teresa, do you mind if we if we come on with you? No. Don't. No. She's saying no, don't. She's, right. You're fine. I just want... Everybody, say hi to Teresa, will you? She's the one that keeps us in line. She writes all the stuff on the whiteboard that that helps us know who all's in here. She tells us she tells us what to do, basically, yeah. and Points. we need her. If we have a bugger hanging, she thinks she's the boss. She is the boss. I am the now, boss. Now, who was the mechanic for one of those old '80s shows? Remember the mechanic? She was Tony Danza. Alyssa Man. Milano was that. But she wasn't. Girl. But she wasn't the the mechanic. Well, she would work on cars, I guess. But the the Joe. Oh, Joe Polniak. Polniak. Yeah, Nikki is life. nothing like Joe. Okay. Hey Scott, good to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love sectors. You know, that, that's what you thought, right? You well, you know, terrible. she's from L.A. You know, no, you she's know, not. She's from Texas. She's a good Texas well, girl. Well, she is. She's been there for ten years. So okay. Well, so, anyway, I, I just. I just think she was very special. She was and really I'm, I'm going to see if she'll accept a friend request on Facebook from me now. I've been friends with her for a long time. Oh, well, fine. I'm okay. not friends with her. Well, let's get with it. You and I are behind the times. I guess, so yes. <laughs> so like they said, we got Danny Boy O'Connor from House of Pain and the Outsiders yeah, House. Yeah, so if you on. know, hopefully everybody has went and visited the Outsiders House because you know what? I saw um, a really cool uh walkthrough of it man it was really really cool i haven't been there yet i I'd haven't like either to go, but um it looks really badass a lot more stuff in there than i thought there was gonna be and uh well very impressive we're gonna talk to him about that stuff I know. and i will say this too and when you when you do your own show you get to do stuff like this i'm gonna plug our shows now just because i'm getting ready to plug our shows that doesn't mean we don't want you to go see the other bands in town because we do. We want you to bar hop and club hop and venue hop and town hop and go see everybody and support everybody. Uh, but I do want to mention that the fellows in Dead Metal Society are at the Vanguard uh, this Friday, December 10th. And there you guys are. I was going to say your smiling faces, but I think the only one smiling is Jason right there. You, the rest of you guys look kind of like Joe from Facts right. Alive. Right well, exactly. Well, well see, that's, right? it. that's just it. We're pissed off guys. <laughs> well, Ben looks, Play, Ben is pleasant. Ben looks pleasant. He was caught off guard. You know? <laughs> so that's that. You know? now, now tell us real quick, where are you guys, uh, New Year's Eve? Uh, we're in Asylum Springs at the Cherokee Casino for, you know, for New Year's Eve. Yeah. yeah. How funny you mentioned that because look, 
we're there this Saturday. You know, it's just a big circle. It is. It is. It's it's horish, but that's okay. We're we just horse. we just all get horse. around. Yes. So anyway, so go see them, us, and everybody else because the Tulsa music scene is great, and and it needs you. And we love you. Yeah. Who's, who's at Lenny's this weekend? Mm, bad company. Bad company. I didn't say that. Now no one's going to come see either of our bands because they're going to go to that instead. Right. I don't know who's that. Lenny's. Let me give a shout out to the sponsors, debconcerts.com. Doug Burgess, thank you for your sponsorship of our show. Make sure you stay in touch with Doug for things coming down the pike. Identity Merch, they run our online store. And hey, guys, it's cold outside, so get one of these hoodies uh, on there. You can You can access our online store by going to our Tulsa Music Stream Facebook page and hit the Shop Now button and pick up some swag so you can represent TMS while you're out and about. Mr. Dustin Little, OKPC, thank you for all you do for us. Practical technology and networking services for Oklahoma's local business community. Call 918-640-0892 or email Dustin at OKPC.com. OKPC. OKPC. And then then the Shipmans are still just cranking out awesome photography and doing what they do. Check out GregShipman.com for your photo needs. How are, how are they doing? They're doing great. I'm not done with the sponsors. Adam, Surviving Rocklahoma, thank you for making our Zoom calls possible. You are the man. What are you, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I see I see snickering. We're trying to come up with some you know, like songs for these right for these people. We need a set list. I thought you were going to break into Oklahoma, and then you just said... He did. He did break uh, into Oklahoma, and I just kind of put some backups in it. Okie PC, where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. Is that what you're shooting for? You know, I guess. I mean. Hey, were you guys pleased with the uh, Oklahoma Sooners hire? I I just lost all the Cowboys fans. They just failed. I don't don't know. I don't know. It's okay if you don't don't follow it. I'm I'm a pro sports guy, more more or less. I'm a pro chess follower. Well. Pro chess? Chess. Yes. You are a chess follower. I am. I am. am. (laughs) Perv. So, yeah, next Wednesday night, Danny Boy O'Connor. Yeah. And, uh. We're going to jump around. Who will be our sponsors for that show? Like Mc, McDonald's? It or? doesn't change. No. Quick get and go. I'll be honest, man. We uh, we haven't been able to talk anybody else into putting their stamp of approval on this little dog and pony show. Mm-hmm. So it is what it we is. We have to seek it out. That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'll but, get right on that. But just so you guys know, please share our stream on Facebook and as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, Tulsa Music Stream, and we are also on Twitter, and we are also on Twitch. So, and I think my whatever your favorite platform is, you know, (laughs) just go to it. Look up Tulsa Music Stream. We'll be there. Uh, We love all the platforms. Um, They're home to us, and um, that's that's what we like. Good to be back, huh? You got platform shoes. (laughs) It's like we're on the next tour now. We went home for a summer, and here we are. Yeah, anyway. And that, that's good. I mean, we're back, and this is our first show back in the new studio, and things are going to happen for us. Um, I, I believe that in my heart. Um, <laughs> wow. You have a really good heart, Scott. This is inspiring. Right, I know. I don't think I want to get so, off the air just yet. Can you fill me with some more? Uh, 
goodness well there. i mean just remember when you see that live on air sign that one just, right, the one just, right there. just remember we are live it's uncut it's, it's unedited right the, the 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 interviews are raw it's in your face oh yeah there oh, is no oh, yeah. editing this is the real Look, deal we're not holding back any questions okay and uh that's just how we roll man it is man well. Uns- uncensored balls out no uncensored balls out are the balls to the wall interviews yeah jams to the clam oh so, my god yeah. huh what <laughs> <laughs> what uh, yeah this is called yeah we're getting yeah i agree that means we're getting the wrap rap. it up all right so we'll be she's we'll, one us to check for the replay yeah right. <laughs> uh, that's the what did he say we'll do this shenanigans Again, next Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central with Danny Boy O'Connor. Thanks, Nikki Stringfield. Yeah, you are awesome. You were so great. Make sure you check out all her online presence. She's all over Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I mean, you got to go watch that Power Slave video. It's so great. What's what's her website? Well, it's it's Nikki, N-I-K-K-I-Stringfield.com. See, those dashes always... They throw a wrench into things, (laughs) don't they? They do. Wow. They do. All right, we're going to blow this popsicle stand. Let's get out of here. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Ard Maiden. Have a good night, guys. We'll see you next week. Good night. Tulsa Music Stream. <laughs>